0: While they'd been inside the pub, a veil of clouds had drawn over to blot out the stars, and now a heavy downpour was lashing the pavements of the small fishing village. Aurora looked up at the sky, pulled a face, and said, Ah! Doesn't look like it's about to let up any time soon, Ben said, hunting for his car keys. We'll have to make a run for it. The Interceptor was parked 50 yards down the rain-slicked street. He was glad he hadn't left the top down. Aurora pointed at the keys in his hand. So, are you going to let me drive back? She asked, smiling at him. He couldn't tell if she was being serious or just teasing. Her eyes flashed in the lights of the pub doorway. Inside, the band had started up another number, a rousing rendition of the old tune, Whiskey in the Jar. Oh, uh, I don't know about that, he replied. Ben was liking Aurora much more than he'd been initially willing to admit to himself. She giggled and nudged him with her elbow. You promised you'd let me have a go of your speed machine, and you've had too many pints of Guinness anyway. Maybe she had a point there. Even though he felt perfectly sober, and it was extremely unlikely they'd encounter any Garda patrol cars in the few miles of quiet country lanes between here and Ben's remote house up the coast, it probably wasn't worth taking the risk of a drink-driving charge. Relenting, he handed her the keys and said with a show of reluctance, Fine, all right then. You win. Aurora's smile widened to a beaming grin. Excellent. Come on, I'll race you to the car. The rain was coming down even harder. Just then Ben realised that he'd left his jacket inside the pub, slung over the seat of the cosy little corner where they'd spent the evening. Shit, hold on. Tell you what, you get the engine warmed up and I'll be there in a minute. Aurora nodded eagerly, pulled her own jacket up over her head and made a run for the car moving with that long-limbed dancer's stride he was getting to know well, though they'd met only so recently. Ben hurried back inside the pub and pushed his way through the throng to their alcove. Up on the stage the band was belting out, I first produced me pistol, and I then produced me rapier, saying stand and deliver, for he were a bold deceiver. Ben got back to their seats to find that another couple had occupied them, but his old brown leather jacket was still where he'd left it unmolested. He grabbed it and pushed his way back towards the entrance. As he emerged from the doorway he could see Aurora down the street unlocking the car door. The rain was lashing more heavily than ever, hitting the pavements with such force that the drops bounced on impact. So much for a beautiful May night. He shrugged on his jacket and went to go running down the street after her. That was when Ben saw him again the tall, thin man with the thick glasses and the widow's peak. The same man he'd seen outside the Dublin Hotel the day he'd gone to meet Mortimer. Watching him, or so it had seemed at the time. Ben hadn't been sure of his instincts then, but he was sure now that seeing the same man again here tonight, right across the other side of Ireland, in this tiny coastal village in County Galway, couldn't be any sort of coincidence. The guy had crossed to the other side of the street walking from the direction of the car, hands in pockets, head ducked under the rain, showing his high forehead and receding hairline. He was moving quickly, as though he was more than just in a hurry to get out of the wet.